Zach Sang Show for the first time in years in the studio. Mary Lambert, everybody! I'm really crying. I'm so happy. Please don't. You you bring such a beautiful vibe into my space. And like the last time I saw you. We were doing the interview in a studio that wasn't even ours. Like we were, we were back. We were still in New York City at the time, and it was like right around Grammy time. You had got on the stage with Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. You had done same love. You and freaking Queen Latifah <laughs> were marrying a ton of couples on the Grammy stage, making history. Yeah, like it was a different moment in our lives, but a really different moment in yours too. Absolutely. Like, yeah. <laughs> like where are you at right now? Like how's life been, bro? It's good. I kind of hid away for a while. Yeah. I have a vegetable garden. Nice. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> what are you growing? Um, I have like three different kinds of kale, lots of chard, some tomatoes. Ooh. I have um, cauliflower. I don't know how it's going to do. How does the cauliflower grow? I don't know. Okay. It could be It could be a total disaster. <laughs> well, you, the worst mistake of my life. Are you growing them in Seattle? <laughs> no, I live in Massachusetts still. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, that's... Okay. When I had... When we first met... Yeah. I think you were kind of in Massachusetts, but also a little bit in Seattle, too. Yeah, yeah. I was definitely... I had two residences. You did? Yeah. <laughs> you were going back and forth. I've been thinking about moving into, like, the... My my garden right now is succulents and cactuses because I can't screw them up. <laughs> it's cacti. Cacti. Succulents and cacti. <laughs> I've been thinking about moving into the fruit that can feed me. Yes. You know, the plants that could, you know, feed me and keep my keep me going. Yeah. That's slow and steady. For, I want to grow cauliflower. Can you let me know how it goes? Yeah, I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> Why are you nervous? Because the broccoli last year failed miserably. <laughs> oh, it's no. The worst, it's the low point in my career as a gardener. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, but, but, but it must be. <laughs> she snorts. I love it. I don't know. I feel like you snorted the last time. I do. I mean, I'm a mouth breather. I can't help it. <laughs> I remember you and Sasha bonding really like. Yes. You guys are so beautiful together. <laughs> Me and Sasha? Yeah. I think she would have made out with you right there and then. You know, she would have taken a dive. If you get what I'm talking so about. Sweet. We were bonding over our loves. Like, you know, yeah. she was with her man and I was like, I think I'd just gotten together with Michelle. So I was That's like. That's it. Oh, so in love. Ironic that two people talking about love. Like, I can get a vibe that they want to make love to each other. <laughs> but I think that's the thing. Like, if you're bragging about your own love, because yeah. you and Mich- Michelle... How you say- Shamuel, I Shamuel. love her. Yes? Oh, my God. She's she she should have won The Voice, by the way. You can tell her I said that. <laughs> I'll let her know. She was fantastic. Does She's she think wonderful. that? Like, does she go to sleep every night and be like, F this, I should have won. Well, you know what? Actually, I think it was like the perfect position to be in because you kind of get locked into a contract and mm. and in this way you know she really got to do what she wanted to do and actually she's she produced the single that I'm that I released we co-wrote it together that's awesome and she loves being in the studio and that's really her her happy place and so it's just neat for us to really be in our own elements and like do exactly what we love to do and I love being you know at the front of it and you know because it's not just about the music for me it's also no. about like look at what the can stand for and yeah. and the messaging. 
and and she loves audio. She loves being behind the scenes and like m- being a mix engineer. And I'm like, stay, <laughs> keep that away from me. I don't want to know. <laughs> but it's okay. She can she can work your records. You know, you can yeah. create magic together. Yeah. And you know the, what you just said is you do create music that stands for something. And I was listening to you know your EP, and I was listening to Secrets this morning. Aww. You know, I don't want to say vintage M. Lambert, <laughs> but you know, with this new music coming, you know, one day it will be. Vintage. Vintage, but I was refreshing. Yeah. And even Secrets, such an amazing, lighthearted, fun single, really stood for self-acceptance and, you know, taking you as you as you come, right. you know, and not caring any other way. Totally. This is me. You deal with it. I don't care. Absolutely. It was yeah. awesome. Thanks. Well, I think what I, I keep coming to this realization, like, you, it's, it's difficult to preach something I mean well it's easy to preach something and say this is the correct way how to do this and this is how you can love yourself but I think the best way you can like help um, you know like flip the narrative is to really be vulnerable in yourself Mm -hmm. and say like this is what worked for me and maybe it'll work for you too but to just stand there and be like this is an invitation like let this be an invitation for someone else to you know as a catalyst for someone else to get their own well, because I was listening to Secrets with two ears, right? I, I listened with an ear of knowing you, mm-hmm. and then I listened at, w- with an ear of just kind of like as a listener who is, you know, I'm not going through what you're going through, but as a listener, I mean, I'm going through a whole whole host of yeah. that is, you know, a laundry <laughs> list long. Yeah. And I, I was able to see it on both sides. Yeah. And that is, that is the art of music, isn't it? Yeah, you know, like absolutely. Your, your story could kind of provide the fill in the blank mad libs to somebody else to kind of have it be a template for their life. Absolutely. It's like it's a really delicate balance of yeah. like how authentic and like how personal can I be but still create a universal feeling where someone's like, "Oh, me too." Yeah. Like to have that moment is kind of what I strive for. So I'm I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> and same love. Yeah. That's a change I mean, that's a life-changing song forever. Yeah. You will forever be Mary Lambert of Same Love. Yeah. I mean, what I'm I'm are you fine a- with that. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Like that was my first thing that I yeah. did and I always dreamed that that would be a thing, but yeah. I didn't think it was possible. Like I, you know, I was applying to graduate school to be a teacher. And that's right. like that was sort of my plan. And because I was like, that's how you can change the world and mold minds and, you know, and I didn't know that I could you know, provide an impact in through pop music. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, wow, what a what a cool thing. I think both you did both. You molded young minds, no matter <laughs> how you look at it, right? Whether you became a teacher, or you released same love. Because I think what was so amazing about same love was, I mean, now we're looking at three years ago, mm-hmm. different world, obviously, than the world we live in today. Yeah. You know, which is crazy to even think about that even as, you know, as, you know, as close as three years ago, it was a different universe. Yeah. But it did. I mean, that song changed what homosexuality and LGBTQ was to so many. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I remember getting into fights with program directors at the time, you know, a PD in Marquette, Michigan, refusing to play the song because they were afraid that they would be getting death threats or people would show up to the studio. Totally. I mean, it really it. It made people think in a huge way yeah. and in such a mainstream way. Yeah. I, I was prepared to be murdered on stage. Like, like that, I, like in a, in a real way, I was like, you know what? I will die by this. Like this is something that I stand by and so be it. Like this is, 
this is my uh, this is where I stand. And you know? you're and you're okay with if you're okay with the fact that if your career ended here today, singing this song, yeah, I'm cool. I mean, that's what I try. I, I you know I never want to be jaded. Like yeah. if I can look at every perspective and at every moment and 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 think. I I'm peaking right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if this is it, I'm good. Like you know. I, I mean, it does send like a really you know. N- Having same love and having it have the impact that it has and being so culturally significant, I mean, oh my God, that song is a timeless record that will live forever and ever and ever, like guaranteed. It's a history record. Is that hard for you as an artist to walk away from that? Because that's a hard thing to top. Oh, sure. I mean, holy you know, Queen Latifah married gay people yeah. for the first time on television to your song. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, that's what's so great about being an artist is, like, your catalog is inherently a part of you for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know, and so that will never go away, and that is always going to be a part of me. And now I just get an opportunity to express different facets of my artistic identity. And what a gift that is, too, yeah. you know? Like, I'll, I'll never – I think it's really important to not – you know, try to go back and be like, let me recreate that exact same thing. No, you it's can't. to say, okay, like that worked. What is another way that I can, you know, um, shift a paradigm? You yes. know, what's another thing that I can do that I feel passionate about? And you're doing that. You're doing that with J.C. Penny, which I think was amazing. I just watched the commercial yeah. and parts of the campaign. Yeah. Hashtag here I am. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Thank you. I mean, wow. I I this is one of my favorite things I've ever done, and. I, I think it's so refreshing because, I mean, it, it's probably pretty difficult as a company to be like, we have something to sell. Yeah. And then how do you, you know, and also want to create a message and and do something positive for the community? How do you bridge those two things? And it was so refreshing to work with a company that was like going to you and saying, how can we best serve you as a company? What are you looking for as a, you know, as a plus size woman? That's cool. And like to be able to really guide that conversation along with, you know, Jess Baker and yeah. Gabby and, you know, Gabby Ashley. Fresh. Yeah, and Ashley and Valerie. It was like, it was such a powerhouse of people. And, you know, we hung out quite a bit. And just, to, you know, the the mind melding that, <laughs> that occurred was just really cool. So you guys come together, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a group of influential plus-size women. Mm-hmm. Are you coming together to create a fashion line for JCPenney to fully serve Everything and anything you want? No, I mean Ashley Ashley Tipton is doing a okay. line with JC Penny and we're mostly just we're brand ambassadors to Very like nice. go here. And yeah. I mean I think I think people are gonna go to JC Penny and see that visibility and like, wow, these people recognize me. Because it's something so alienating when you're especially when you're growing up, to go into a store and not not even be relegated to a section, but to walk into a store and have someone say you don't exist here like you're completely invisible that's weird it's terrible Isn't that weird it's like i just think it's strange how does it how does that even happen <laughs> yeah but then you go into stores where they're like we don't have a plus a section but we have a maternity section oh, you're like, that's not you're the like, same thing like, like you're no. pregnant for nine months yeah. i've been fat my whole life man <laughs> well saying that i was watching the ad and i saw a lot of the girls were referring to themselves as fat girls yeah. and then there was the book that says like things you don't say to fat girls is that you know what I'm talking about? My, there was a book in the ad oh, yeah. that they featured called like Things You Don't Say to Fat Girls. And I was like, is, is the Things fa- no one tells fat girls. That's the one. Yeah. Is, is the word fat, is that like not offensive? Is that like an okay word to say? I think I think it's different for each woman. I don't think that there's, or, you know, each fat person. But I mean, for, 
for me, I'm still, I'm not quite there yet. I still like to refer to myself as plus size because to me, it's a referring to the clothing that I'm wearing. Yeah. Like I'm just a, a body is a body is a body. Like, and if I'm thinking in terms of that, like I'm thinking in terms of like, oh, this is a size that is outside of this, you know, mm-hmm. stereotypical thing that we, when we talk about average sizes, I am plus of that. <laughs> so like for me, it just feels really straightforward. But fat is such a br- – like there's just so many definitions for it. We're just talking about, you know, adipose tissue. Like that's what <laughs> fat is. You know? Like lipids. Like what – I mean there's just so many different ways to say it. But I think I think for a lot of women, they're, they want to reclaim it and just say like – I don't. my friend Rachel Wiley has this poem where she's talking about – She's this guy tells her or she says she tells this guy that she's like, I'm fat. Uh And he goes, no, you're not. You're beautiful. And she goes, why can't I be both? And I think that's just such I I remember growing up and being like, no, I'm I'm overweight. And they're like, no, 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 you're so pretty. I'm like, I didn't say that I wasn't hot. Like, (laughs) I'm a babe. (laughs) (laughs) You see me? (laughs) Is this a new paradigm that you're looking to help shift? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, I wrote a poem when I was 19 called Body Love, and that's been a huge part of my set when I perform. And honestly, like, same love is deeply personal to me. But when I released Body Love, the emails that poured in, the people that come to the shows, I mean, I I get really emotional. I start thinking about it. I think in one month I got over 40 emails of high school and college girls that were battling eating disorders that were saying, I I listened to the song every day and it helped me eat so that I could remember to take care of myself because we I mean we have this like this social idea that um, if you that if you're fat it means you're not taking care of yourself yeah. and that's really weird and it's also saying um, like you should be you know relegated to you know counting your calories in the corner in like a hoodie your whole life yeah. and like it's so much easier to take care of a body that that is that you love. It's why would you want to take care of something that everybody has been deemed less, less value, less valuable. This is not a conversation of like healthy, not healthy. This is accepting yourself and loving yourself. You've just, you've nailed the head, nail on the head, dude. Right. Nail on the head. But it's, it's also, I think sometimes we get into this very idealistic flighty thing where we're like, just love yourself and love your body. Like it's so, you know easy it's no. like no it's not doesn't come wrapped in a bow you have to retrain mental patterns there's a lot of steps in between complete self-loathing and full total rocking you know a crop top like exactly there's a lot of steps in between and if we can come to the table and say these are some concrete tools that worked for me and like i think honestly i i one of the first things for me that worked was looking into the mirror and rather than picking apart my body aesthetically, I started thinking, how does my body function? How does this make me feel when I eat X, Y, Z? How do I feel after I go to the gym? And like there were different things I would do where I didn't actually feel good. Like I love playing football. Like I feel <laughs> I love boxing. Like I like doing activities yeah. rather than just going to the gym and being like, gotta, gotta lose weight. You know what I mean? Like I just want to have fun. <laughs> See, that's beautiful. <laughs> That's beautiful, man. What, do, what what is a harder shift? Do you think society for society, same sex love, love is love, accepting that, or accepting that you know what, plus size is beautiful. 
Plus size is just like you. Yeah. Plus size is just like me. Right. And body acceptance. Right. Well, I think there's just so, like, oppression and marginalization is so wide and broad that you can, you can get into, like, these sort of oppression Olympics of, like, who has it worse and, like, <laughs> what's more difficult to navigate. Yeah. All experiences are so different that it's so, it's hard to say which one is, like, more difficult because the experience is so vastly different. And from a, like, from a mindset of society— that's, you know, that's where I wonder, because this, this is a problem that society didn't just create, right? Yeah. They continue to make worse. <laughs> Absolutely. It's per- perpetuated. Perpetu- it's really terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and you would think something that really affects so many people yeah. in our society that we yeah. would be d- taking steps to, like, better our self-esteem. Totally. Well, you think about there's so many businesses that profit from yeah. self-shame, like from just this, like, you know, the guilt and like, you know, you have to look a certain way or act a certain way and your hair has to be a certain way and you have to shave your legs or or you're not beautiful. I, I There's this thing that I have kept turning in my head and it's this idea that we're all born complex and multifaceted and so different and our main desire is, you know, either to, you know, both to be loved and to be understood. And societally, we're told that the best way to be loved and understood is to make yourself digestible, yeah. to make yourself um, just to fit into a box so that and I think that's why people like to categorize themselves. And I'm I love it, too. I like to be like, I'm a plus size bipolar lesbian, you know, like, <laughs> like but I get to choose those categories. Exactly. You know what I mean? And for me, I enjoy being in those communities and like going into a room being like, we have something in common. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just nice to find community in that way. You pick your boxes. Yeah, absolutely. Society doesn't pick it for you. Yeah. Wow. New music coming from you on July 8th. Yes. Hang with you. Hang out with you, yes. Hang out with you. <laughs> Miss Michelle Samuel. Samuel? Samuel. <laughs> Samuel? Samuel. Can you get it right? Show I don't know. some respect. <laughs> Heather said the name a trillion times. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. Yeah, it's weird. I love like, her. Is it weird to it's be so sitting bad. next to Mary and being like, wow, Michelle's been there. <laughs> She's been there. She's, <laughs> She's been all over there. <laughs> She's been there. <laughs> I mean, she's journeyed to uh, uh, M. Lambert Town and ex- loved it. It's exciting. It's exciting stuff. Yeah. Control your hormones. I'm trying. I'm really, really trying. Hang out with you. Uh, how was it working it with, with, with Michelle on this? I mean, like, is there creative differences? Are you running lyrics by her? What? Uh, walk me through that chemistry. It was just so fun. It yeah? was just it, the whole time. It was just really fun. And we, I, I, there are things that I really don't like doing that she loves doing. I really love lyrics. She's like, uh, lyrics are not my favorite thing to do. I really don't like writing big choruses. I'm, I don't, I can't have a hard time doing that. She loves writing choruses. Awesome. So like the co-writing was just so much fun. And then to have her like do my vocal production was really cool to like, she, (laughs) I, the, the best way I know how to work in the studio is to visualize something. And Uh so we like, she kept trying different scenarios and she's like, imagine you're a woman. It's 5 a.m. You're running and you see the sunset and this is your only time to yourself. And then you come on in her headphones. She has this moment of peace. (laughs) And I was like, got it. And then I do the take, you know, it was just neat. That's beautiful. Because and especially just working with somebody that knows you so well, you know, or how you how you see the world. You've been all in there. You know what I mean? (laughs) Where you fall, she picks you up and vice versa. (laughs) Yeah, it was really fun. That's really nice. Are we gonna be doing music with her for from now on? I mean, I she's a phenomenal producer and and writer, and we're gonna continue to write for yeah. sure. 
And um, but I mean the I'm executive producing my album, which is oh, so nice. exciting. And my background is actually in classical composition, so I've been doing some um, classical orchestral work underneath a lot of the tracks, That's and awesome. then some spoken word. And it's been a real. Um, I mean I, I, that again that or that idea of like it's okay to be complex. Yeah. And, like this single is a pop song. Like I really feel like that's a part of who I am. Is this joyful like? Like let's smile and have fun and everything's <laughs> rainbows and here's a puppy. Like it definitely is. <laughs> yeah. but, you haven't stopped smiling yeah. since you got here. <laughs> but I also definitely you know I have a very traumatic you know abusive past and yeah. like. And I like to talk about issues and things that are uncomfortable and I do spoken word and I do orchestral work. And to be like there is some fear of like will people understand me or will people embrace that or want to support me in that way? And at some point you just kind of have to trust and be like, okay, I'm just going to be myself and trust fall into the world. Hope well, it works. I'm I'm doing that. I don't that's know. That's literally <laughs> what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> but there's no other way to find out. Yeah. Well, I keep also and like now that I'm independent i'm yeah. like oscillating between these like extremes of like complete self-aggrandizing like i'm the greatest artist that ever <laughs> yeah. lived and then like complete self-loathing of like what uh. the f- am i doing <laughs> story of my life <laughs> i don't know what i don't know anything i don't know what i'm doing well you know you don't know anything but you know everything all yeah. at the same time <laughs> totally. and it can change within 10 minutes <laughs> totally. it can change based on the, 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 the uh, like the opportunity and the situation totally. Totally. are you nervous because you're your boss judge jury everything i mean yeah but i love i love the business yeah. i love being you know i'm i'm a business owner this is i That's am the it. product and i know my product because it's me <laughs> like and like i think i know how i connect with people and how yeah. why you know where that why i resonate possibly with someone and so if i can if i can think uh, in terms of where i fit into the world then Maybe I know the best marketing strategy too. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I, I happen to agree with you because you were at, you were with Capitol Records for a while, mm-hmm. and like you, you did, you had a single and you had an album, right? Yeah, absolutely. You yeah, killed it over there. I had a fun time. But you become like you become one of the many, yeah. and it's like now it's time for you. You got to do your own thing. You yeah. Know? Nobody knows you better than you. Totally. I've been trying to tell people around this company for that forever. <laughs> it hasn't worked yet. <laughs> they still think they know everything. <laughs> it's hard because. Again, like people, um, I I think especially executives or or just in the industry, there there is one thing that worked for them, but it doesn't mean that that's applicable to everybody. And so it's, I mean, it's difficult because I've also been operating with this idea of like, when uh, when I'm upset with somebody, I start thinking of like, okay, if I can strip away my judgment and I can say, this person did the best they could with the faculties they had. As soon as I do that, I, it's very difficult to demonize somebody because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, they haven't made safe driving a priority in their life, and that's why they <laughs> cut me off. <laughs> like, like, it just, it, and it, in some way, not that it, like, you know, forgives bad behavior, but it does make it more understandable, I guess. I get and, that. And create the more human aspect of flaws. You understand the cards that they've been dealt and how yeah, they played exactly. them and how you fall in line <clears throat> yeah. with that. Yeah, whether genetically or habitually or, yeah. or environmentally. Do you still talk to Macklemore and Ryan Lewis? Yeah, I'm going to see him on Thursday. What, what's, what you, what's going on, <laughs> on Thursday? Um, they're going to be performing on the Today Show, and I think we're going to do Same Love. 
If I can do it, I'm taking a red eye. I don't know if if I. Who's if flying I you in for that? Will Macklemore fly you in? No, I'm flying myself in. Oh, well, no, the, he should pay for no, you. No, I'm going for a different reason though. The logo okay. awards or logo uh, logo honors yes. are that night, and I'm going to be performing. Same love again? No. And I'm doing. She keeps me warm. It's going to be so beautiful. I performed so on um, and I did. <clears throat> I did. She keeps me warm for the first time since Orlando happened, and I. I could not get through. I couldn't get through. My throat closed up. And I realized in that moment, I, I think this is a continual like epiphany of like, this has nothing to do with me. I was concerned. I was like, I can't hold the last note out. I can't get the words out. I'm screwing it up. But it was like, no, I'm just a vessel. Like, And I get to facilitate this beautiful, cathartic shame wash, you know? Yeah. Like, and, and, and to have this crowd of crying beautiful homos just like <laughs> having this beautiful moment of of healing and singing it together and singing i can't change and singing you know she keeps me warm and just having that moment it's like this is so important to do and i'm really excited to do it on thursday at logo wow goosebumps dude yeah and understanding like the role you play within that universe and in people's worlds and how you you know facilitate and help carry through change and how you shift that paradigm you have a really amazing understanding of like wh why you're here and what you do and what your role is it's awesome thanks it's really great thanks you keep yourself grounded by understanding like <laughs> that it's like the lyrics in your song are so much bigger than you it's amazing thanks it's really cool Wow, that made me really happy. Good, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm really upset that Macklemore isn't going to fly you there. <laughs> I think that's a little ridiculous. <laughs> no, no, it was last minute because it was just because I was going to be in town. I texted him. I was like, are you doing same love on the Today Show? Can I do it too? So, <laughs> like, Is that how it works? Like, do you hear or does he ask you? It depends. It depends yeah. on what's happening. Like, I knew they were coming to Boston and so I was like, oh, I put it in the calendar and I was going to be like, I think I'm to Boston. I'll do the show. But I had I ended up getting a gig in Louisville. So I cool. didn't get to go. Kentucky Pride, Louisville Pride. Yeah, Kentuckiana. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That is really great. Yeah. What's on your mind, Dan? Well, back to hang out with you. Is that actually rant about a dog? No. Oh, because I saw the, the little teaser I mean, and there's a dog and I saw you tweeted is, about it. it. I mean, it's there's a twist. Let me just Ooh. tell you that much. Well, there's a dog in the link that you sent me. Yes. Like, there's a photo of it. Yes. It wow. is. It's mostly about a dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly about, I just want to hang out with this dog. The dog's really cute. But I, so <laughs> I, produced, I produced the music video, and it was like, in my head, I don't have a dog. I've always wanted a dog. But in my head, I'm just like, oh, and then we'll make the dog do this, and then the dog will do this. And it's like, turns out, dogs <laughs> have their own idea of what they want to do. It was like... There was only one minor injury on set, but it was like it was pretty fun. It was neat also to be also have that hand of like, okay, how do I produce this and yeah. to like have the concept and then see it all come to fruition. Are you talking this through with Macklemore and Ryan Lewis? I mean, they're the gods of independent music, one would say, like in our generation. Right. Right. Like, are you? Any thought of like, yo, want to help me out? How'd you do this? Any tips? I'm about to be my own business owner, manager, marketer, PR right, person. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, what was awesome is like when we did Same Love, yeah. I toured with them for two years. So I really sponged, you know, I sponged it all because I mm. watched, I watched their manager. I watched, you know, how their publicist worked. I watched, I just awesome. watched the, because I'm just, you know, I just wanted to, I was like, how did they do it? That's so cool. <laughs> so I guess in some way I am trying to like, use that model to my advantage and and you know the business schemer in me is like okay i'll try this kick ass yeah <laughs> but i feel like macklemore and ryan their heart is pure 
Absolutely. I could be wrong, but I would assume their heart is pure. They're absolutely, you're absolutely right. And they make yeah. music just like you with the most incredible intention. Yes. Absolutely. Real change and yes. real impact. Yeah. Well, I think there's, there's something in the water in Seattle where it's just good, good community, yeah. good people. And good thing, good things happen to people who set out with those mentality and mindset. Yeah. I mean, if you go into the industry hungry for money or fame or adoration yeah. or validation, you're going to be sorely disappointed when it goes away. Because yeah. then you're going to be le- like, I keep coming to this concept of the garden. Like, I don't want to just grow only the cauliflower because what if the cauliflower dies? I don't have anything else. Like, I want to grow all aspects of my life fully and then, you know, if one thing fails, I can figure out how to do it because I have the balance. You know, oh, that's awesome. Because I, I have that. the kale, man. <laughs> yeah. Great metaphor. If I don't have the cauliflower. I got the kale. <laughs> Three different kinds of kale. <laughs> Mary Lambert, <laughs> hanging out with you. Hang out with you. Hang out because with what you. What I mean, you get it right. Get it What's right wrong back? with you? <laughs> Mary Lambert, hang out with you. <laughs> got that right? Yeah. <laughs> July eighth. Hang out with you is going to be the name of the album too. No, the album's called Shame is an Ocean I Swim Across. <laughs> Just a really lighthearted, wow. fun title. With the lead single of a pop Just hit. Rolls of the tongue. Shame is an Ocean Ooh. I Swim Across. Just rolls so of the tongue. <laughs> so easy to remember. <laughs> like, how do we define you? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> There's classical music on there it. There you go. Good luck. When do we have, have that, when do we have a date? Um, not yet. Late November, early December is my plan. Hang out with you July 8th. Yeah. Time mm-hmm. for Christmas. And then yeah. Shame is an Ocean I Swim Across is the album coming soon from Mary Lambert. Yes. You must come back when it is done. I am excited to listen to it. Yes. Your, yes. your vibe brings beauty into our, our zone and I, I appreciate it and Thank I love it you. forever. Thank you. And it's so great because I'm, you know, hang out with you is being played on the radio. So I'm kind of like trying to create this thing where people are like, what is this? Where did this come from? How do I get it? And I'm like, no, not yet. That's <laughs> You're going to have to ask the radio to play it again. That's exactly the way it should <laughs> be. <laughs> hey, radio helps same love. Radio created Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Yeah. Just saying, sister knows what she's doing. Mary Lambert, an honor to be with you. Thank you so much for having me. Please. Much love to you, dude. I love you guys. You're the best. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.